Good day, everybody, and what's up? Welcome to the podcast for Selfless Sex and She Comes First. I'm Dr. Nick. Today is January the 31st, 2023, and I hope you all are having a damn good day out there. So I'm not going to beat around the bush. Let's jump right into the topic of this podcast, because typically what I like to do, as you know, or as you may not know, I talk about sex and licking this and sucking on this and having all these orgasms and if you're in the lifestyle community, swinging and all that fun stuff. And not saying it's not fun, but I want to pump the brakes for a hot second and talk about something completely different or something you may not be expecting. Asexuals. I bet you didn't see that coming. So if you are thinking about getting into a relationship with an asexual or you are currently in a relationship with an asexual, you may understand that things are slightly different than what you are used to. And also, it's not you. It is them. So you really can't say that, oh, it's a choice and you're just choosing not to have sex with me. No, no, it typically does not work that way. So as I go through this quick podcast, I just wanted to give you just a few tips and things for you to think about if you are thinking about getting into a relationship with an asexual. I want to give you just a few tips to help you navigate the waters if you are already in a relationship with an asexual. And also at the very tail end of this podcast, I want to talk about a study that came out last year from the University of Michigan on asexuals. And let me say this. It is one of the rare few studies on asexuals. So just think about that for a hot second. So the title of this podcast is Asexuals Need Love Too. Let's talk about that today. So to get this podcast started, let me start with a definition. And let me say this first. This is not the be-all, end-all definition of asexuals or ACEs, A-C-E, as they are sometimes known as. This definition comes from the Asexual Visibility and Education Network, AVEN, A-V-E-N. So their definition is, quote, an asexual person does not experience sexual attraction. They are not drawn to other people sexually and do not desire to act upon an attraction to others in a sexual way, unquote. Now, just to separate this from celibacy, which actually is a choice to abstain from sexual activity for whatever reason, even continues with her definition by saying that asexuality is an intrinsic part of who they are, just like other sexual orientations, unquote. So just hear me out. In order for me to attempt to discuss the topic in the most broad terms possible, I just want to discuss an article that was published in Cosmo, just Cosmopolitan of all places. And it was published back in November of 2021, written by Casey Clark. In the article, Casey discusses several points about being in relationships with asexuals. And the first one I want to hit on is very important. So here we go. Number one, asexual people do not choose to be asexual. 
That's just who they are as a person. Just like you didn't choose to be born dark skin with brown eyes or black eyes with black hair and you're five foot five inches tall and you have a heterosexual orientation. Then at the same time, there could be a person who was born with dark skin or white skin or whatever, five foot five inches tall with black hair, but they do not experience sexual attraction. Just to continue, if you happen to be in a relationship with someone who defines themselves as being asexual, number two, your partner's asexuality has nothing to do with you. It's all about them in this case. So think about it. You could be a really good looking person, nice job, whatever, up and down and nice car, but they're just not sexually attracted to you, period. But then if you take a step back, you realize it actually is them. That is their sexual orientation. But the, but the truth of the matter is they are not sexually attracted to anyone. The third major point I want to make from this Cosmo article is this. Believe it or not, if you are in or you are considering getting into a, a relationship with an asexual, believe it or not, it can still be extremely fulfilling even without the sexual intimacy. Now, I can already imagine some people out there just frowned up their face and crinkled up their nose or all that jazz. Or just unwrinkle your face and just listen for a hot second. Think about this though, because for, for some people, sexual intimacy is not that important. So if they can find someone who is an asexual and they are compatible, their relationship may work out very well. So check this out. Quote, many ace folks crave deep emotional, romantic and spiritual, spiritual intimacy and may desire physical and romantic affection, even if they are not sexually attracted says Dr. Kate Ballesteri, the co-founder of Modern Intimacy. But don't forget, there's a, there is a whole other side of this coin going on too, where the other person who is not the asexual should be informed early on in this relationship of what's going on because they may desire sexual, inter, sexual interaction and sexual intimacy, but if their partner is an asexual, it's not going to happen. Which brings me to my fourth point right here. The fourth point is communication. And I would say 4B is being honest with each other. Because if you are, even with any relationship, you, gotta, you have to talk about things. You have to communicate. You have to be honest with each other. So hopefully early on, there is a person who is interested in an asexual. I hope that, that the asexual lets them know early on so no one's time is wasted. So I, my hope is that the asexual will let, the, will let their partner or potential partner know what's up and the reality of the situation going forward, that there may be limited to no sexual activity, period. That way the partner can make that decision and be informed if they want to stay and or pursue this relationship or not, 
or they can just move on. And in my opinion, that's just being honest and that's just being fair. And before I go, I did want to mention that study out of, out of Michigan State University that looked at asexuals and their relationships. And basically it found that there's very little difference between asexual relationships and any other type of relationship. William Chopic, who is the co-author of the study, he says, although asexuals don't have the desire for sexual relationships, they nevertheless form romantic relationships and those connections look somewhat similar to non-asexuals romantic relationships. And to continue, Andrea Brozowski, who, who happens to be the co-author of the study, she says, quote, I sincerely hope that this study will more widely show the diversity of the asexual community, shed light on their experiences, and show that being on the asexual spectrum does not preclude one from successful romantic relationships or love. And so, as I close out this podcast, just let me say a couple of things. First, if you know that you are asexual, it's only fair that you talk to your partner and inform them that you actually are an asexual and what their sex life with you will actually look like. And secondly, I just want to quickly point out something that Ms. Brozowski said, and she said the asexual spectrum. Now, of course, nothing's really black or white, but check this out. Well, for example, there are gray sexuals. That means they are, they are people who rarely ever experience any sort of sexual attraction. Secondly, there is a group also known as the demisexuals. They may become attracted to someone only after developing some sort of strong emotional connection. So that's just something for you to think about. So on that note, I'm out. You guys have a great day. Stay tuned.